Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1074, The 8%, by Vitaly of contrarianedge.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Happy Monday, thank you so much for being here and welcome back to another week of Optimal Health Daily. This is where I read to you from some of the best health and fitness blogs on the web, kind of like an ongoing audiobook. Now today's author typically writes about personal finance, so you'll hear him frequently mentioned on Optimal Finance Daily. So if you like today's episode, subscribe to that podcast too. Again, that's Optimal Finance Daily. But for now, Let's get right to it as we optimize your life. The 8% by Vitaly Katzenelson of contrarianedge.com. In late January, my brother Alex and I are going to attend the Value X conference in Kloster, Switzerland, organized by my friend Guy Speer. I wrote a three-part series about my trip last year. If you missed it, I encourage you to read it. It will take you through our journey from Zurich to southern France. The Value X conference, be it the one in Klosters organized by Guy or the one in Vail organized by my company, is where like-minded, die-hard value investors get together to share ideas. I have made a lot of new friends in past years in Klosters and I'm looking forward to seeing them again. After the conference, Alex and I will be joined in Zurich by my 18-year-old son Jonah, who is spending his gap year in Israel. The three of us are going on a five-day trip that will take us to Zurich, Milan, Verona, and Venice. I love touring through Europe. I love Europe's age. Its architecture dates back not decades, but centuries. I love the richness of European culture and the seriousness with which they take their food. I love Europe's mildly decadent, slow pulse. The resting heart rate of Europe is so much lower than I am accustomed to in the US. You often see people strolling aimlessly through streets with no apparent destination in mind. They take their time, sipping tiny espressos in coffee shops, gazing in windows. Time seems not to exist for them. We will visit a few museums and go to a Vivaldi performance in Venice. He was born there after all. 
But most importantly, we'll be Europeans for a few days. Only, we'll sit in coffee shops and drink Americano, which is basically espresso diluted with hot water. You cannot completely take the American out of me. And I'll get to spend time with my brother and my son. It's Jonah's first time in Europe. I hope he'll love it as much as I do. The 8%. Back in 2018, I hit a midlife crisis. Some people get a red convertible. I started to pay attention to my health. I began exercising and paying attention to what I eat. Now, I stay away from carbs, mainly flour, sugar, mainly desserts, dairy, and red meat. I'm at war with cholesterol, and so far, I am winning. In 2019, I started to geofence my diet. Let me explain. I stick with my diet religiously when I am in Denver, but when I travel, I have no diet. I can eat anything my stomach or brain desires. I instituted this strategy because I found that it was often difficult, inconvenient, and frustrating to stick to my diet when I am not in Denver. Altogether, I travel about a month a year. This includes vacations. If I stick with my diet 11 months a year, that is 92% of the time, then I'll achieve my goals of keeping my weight and cholesterol down. My initial concern about the geofencing strategy was that I wouldn't be able to switch back to the diet back when I'm in Denver. That has not been an issue. I match the diet to the environment. When I get on a plane or drive for at least four hours, no diet. But when I'm home, I make myself be good. There is another benefit I've discovered with the geofence diet. But first, let me tell you a story. When I lived in Soviet Russia for the first 18 years of my life, I only had a soda, which was a Pepsi, once. I remember how much I loved the tingling sweetness of the magical drink. I was 12. But neither Pepsi nor Coke were to be had in Soviet Russia. I did not have another Pepsi or Coke until I moved to the US in 1991. Here, I discovered that sodas were sold by the gallon, just like water and I drank them like water. In my first year in the US, my consumption of soda pop made up for all of the non-consumption from the previous 18 years. A few years later, when I was 21, after asking for a third refill of Coke at a restaurant, I realized that I could no longer actually taste the tingling sweetness of the drink. Not anymore. I had consumed so many sodas that I had stopped enjoying them. And what used to be a special drink had turned into brown, high-calorie water. At that point, I decided that I'd only drink a soda on rare occasions, like when I went to the movies. There was no point of drinking so much of it and not enjoying it. My consumption went from a soda or two every day to just a few times a year. And an interesting thing happened. I only had one soda last year, but I tell you, I enjoyed every sip of it. Abundance often devalues things we enjoy. There is such a thing as too much of a good thing. I did the same thing with food. When I am in Denver, which is 92% of the time, I look at food very functionally. It is just the fuel that powers me, and I want this fuel to be good for the engine. Just to be clear, I don't eat salad and quinoa and more salad all day, but I do steer clear of food that isn't good for me, often passing on things like red meat, ice cream, and pasta, things I do like. But overall, I eat what I like and like what I eat. When I travel, I eat guilt and carefree and enjoy every bite. I don't care if the dish is loaded with carbs and dripping with fat. 
I enjoy that 8% of the time so much that it makes the 92% moderation worth it. So, in addition to inhaling Europe's slow beat and convivial company, I'm looking forward to Swiss sausage and Italian pasta. And one more thing on this subject. When I stopped casually drinking soda a quarter century ago, I did not do it for health reasons. I was 21, and my health was not something I paid any particular attention to back then. But in hindsight, just that one decision alone saved me 30 pounds of weight. When I had my one soda of the year last year, I found it to be too sweet. I had not had sugar in a meaningful quantity in over a year, and my taste buds had changed. I don't enjoy soda as much as I used to, and that's a good thing. You just listened to the post titled The 8% by Vitaly Kotzenelson of contrarianedge.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Last week, I told you a story about patients I would see on Monday mornings. These were folks that were trying to manage their weight, but would come into my office on Monday morning with this disappointed look on their faces. They were disappointed with themselves for not being able to stick with their goals over the weekend. But rather than scold them, I would congratulate them. I would congratulate them for having the courage to come back and see me. So rather than tell themselves, well, I blew it, this whole weight management thing isn't for me, I knew this would happen, they decided instead to try again. So I would congratulate them for owning it, showing up, and getting ready to try again. This is exactly what Vitaly's trying to say. Vitaly knows in advance that he's going to be off track when he's traveling. He understands that this is temporary though. But for many, this situation can come as a surprise. They didn't plan to eat a whole medium pizza by themselves, but it happened. So it's not like planning a trip where you know you're going to be off track. The key though, is to not dwell on it. When these surprises do pop up, learn from it and get back on track as soon as you can. Just be sure to show up again. All right, that'll do it for the Monday episode. I hope you have a great start to your week and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.